Hello, and welcome to the Community IT Innovators Technology Topics Podcast, where we discuss nonprofit technology, cybersecurity, tech project implementation, strategic planning, and nonprofit IT careers. Find us at communityit.com. Hello, and welcome to Community IT Voices, a series featuring interviews with nonprofit IT professionals. In this series, we will talk about nonprofit technology career paths, career resources, skills, and certifications. We will also touch on mentoring opportunities as you start out on your career and ways to get back if you are further along. All right. Um, so my name is Carolyn, and I'm here with Community IT Innovators interviewing Robin about your career path in nonprofit technology. So um, if you would just want to introduce yourself and how long you've worked at Community IT. Um, I have been at Community IT for 10 years and about seven months. Um, I, I just love this place. Um, I came here from a um, public charter school where I was there for 10 years as well um, from its inception. And I was their first technology coordinator, um, although that's not where I started. I finished as a technology coordinator. Um, What's your, um, what is your title at Community IT? What do you do? I am Senior Help Desk Analyst. Um, I've been on the help desk now for approximately six years. So what are your responsibilities? I manage um, tickets that are assigned to me via um, email, as well as receive calls and chats um, to assist clients with their technology issues. What sort of things do you do on a typical day? Um, on a typical day, I um, there's no typical day. <laughs> um, so for the most part, I am assisting clients with whatever stops their work, um, be it um, in an interruption in their email, um, something has gone wrong on their um, computer, or even with services, cloud services that they need access to. Um, yeah, whatever stops their work or keeps them from being able to continue um, through their day. I guess, um, do you have any, like, what, what are the, are there some really strange things that have, that stick in your mind, like without naming the innocent? <laughs> Is there, um, you know, kind of a greatest hits of, of uh, things that you've had to help someone with that you could help them? Um, I don't know that there's any one thing. I mean, it seems to me that every single day is different. Um, so I don't really, nothing really comes to mind as being the strangest, but probably um, the most memorable things are when you realize that, um, that everybody is experiencing the same thing. So, you know, there could be a day where everybody is calling and saying that they can't accept their email. I mean, access their email. Um, and, you know, maybe Office 365 has one of their, you know, one-off downtimes where, you know, something has gone wrong with their servers and true enough, nobody can access email. So 
those are those are strange and it's in it's kind of off-putting because you can't really help the client um except to but to um manage their expectations about when the service is going to come back up and um what would you say is uh are the best things about um what you do at community it i think probably the best thing for me is that no day is the same um i like i said i um I haven't had two days <laughs> ever that are the same as uh, each other. So that's probably the best thing is the variety of. I guess it sounds too like having the experience that you do, um, that's also sounds like a good part of your job is being able to help people with, you know, maybe they're not expecting anyone to be able to help them and then you have the experience. Right. You can help them out. What's one thing about your job uh, that we probably don't know that you'd like others to know about working for a help desk? Okay, so yeah, um, one of the, probably the key thing about our help desk is that all of our technicians enjoy a good puzzle. Um, we all love to dig in and get the solution for the problems that our clients call with and you know sometimes they are unique and when they are unique um we have the um the ability and the freedom to um consult each other it um amongst our team and discuss you know this new thing that has happened or um has anybody seen something that you know, something like this before and, you know, we name it and somebody will say, yeah, that happened to me last week. And, you know, and so the free exchange of information is wonderful. Um, but yeah, we, we all love a, love a good puzzle. That's interesting that you say the team orientation too, because I think if I thought of a stereotype of like the help desk technician, it would be the lone person who comes in and, you know, is uh, maybe not all that friendly, perhaps. Right, you know? right. So I, I love the idea that uh, you guys operate as a team and, and use each other as resources and really enjoy talking to the people and getting to the bottom of their problems. Right. I think I had that wrong when I, um, when I first started here. I thought that, you know, I'd just be assigned to a client and it was up to me to, you know, gain my own knowledge, um, and figure out the problems without much help. I thought I needed to know it all, but it's it has been um, the best um, the best setup for how teamwork actually shows up in in the workplace. Um, you know, I think before teamwork was kind of a buzzword. You know, mm -hmm. one of those things you say in interviews. Um, but it really, we really do work as a team here. Uh -huh. so it's wonderful. Well, that is a great segue because um, my next question is why, why did you apply to community IT and what was it about community IT that like going through the interview and, and, uh, and uh, starting to work there made, made you, you know, apply and take the job? Well, um, as I mentioned before, I was at a public charter school um, for 10 years before I um, actually began working at community IT. And um, at that time, well, maybe not at that time, 
maybe three or four years before we were clients of community IT. And getting to know our um, sysadmin, sis maybe he was sysadmin then, um, and understanding, you know, he would tell us different things about um, community IT and how um, they were employee owners and, um, and about the teamwork, you know, somewhat. I didn't really understand it the way I do now and how, how things um, are organized here. But um, yeah, it, it, was, it, it was the place for me. Just even then I used to dream about wonder, you know, used to wonder about whether or not um, that could be a, a fit for me and whether or not I could do IT all day long. Because at that time, with when we were clients, um, it, IT was a small part of my job. Um, but of course, it was where I, you know, it was the part of my job I'm, I loved the most. Um, so it, it was a great opportunity that arose when um, I was ready to make that jump and I um, reached out to. Um, our former tech and he said yeah you should apply so that is a great segue into my next question which is um, kind of looking at it from the other side of what do you think it was about your backgrounding experience that made you a good fit you know for the people interviewing you and, and hiring you what what was it about you that stood out do you think um probably my willingness to to learn about new technologies. Um, I was um, primarily a Mac um, person before uh, joining community IT. I didn't have much um, experience with Windows, which also made me nervous <laughs> about making uh, this jump. But um, I think they saw my ability to, you know, jump in and learn a new new technology. Um, I have always been um, into technology and into learning what makes things tick behind the scenes. Um, I tell a funny story about when I was nine, my, um, my parents got me a, an easy bake oven and I took it apart. <laughs> because I wanted to know what is in there that makes these little cakes, disgusting cakes, um, <laughs> bake. Wasn't it like a little light bulb? Like yes, <laughs> I discovered a light bulb. I discovered a lot of things. But that that was when um, my mom said I, she knew that I was uh -huh. going to do something that had, had to do with, uh, you know, making things. Doing technology. I wonder, um, my next question is about, um, I mean, it sounds like you were interested in technology, but like you said, not sure if that could be your full job. So if you were talking to, you know, the you in high school or someone else in high school who was thinking about working in technology or specifically in nonprofit technology support, mm -hmm. is there any advice that you would give them of um, you know, what they should do to prepare or what kind of personality or interests would be helpful? 
Um, I would think that the person that works here at Community IT should love people first mm -hmm. uh, and love, you know, just, just helping, um, regardless of what it is that you, um, what your affinity is as far as technology is concerned, an affinity um, towards technology is, of course, key, but um, but wanting to help somebody through um, their frustration, whatever the situation is, is a key um, skill that I tap into daily. So, um, is there anything about your job that you thought you knew going into it that it turned out you were totally wrong about? Um, I think primarily the the aspect of you're not alone. Um, there is not only is there um, here, there's the team approach to everything that we do, but also there are resources online, there's resources um, that you could um, tap into to, you know, to gain more knowledge. There's um, certifications you could get. I think the A plus is the um, the starting place um, for most IT um, folks as far as uh, certifications are concerned because it kind of gets you into the insides of the computer and learning how to um, do some basic troubleshooting. Mm -hmm. And that way you would kind of know whether this is something you like or not. Yeah. So that'd be your advice to start early getting yeah. involved in what you'd be doing. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and then I, I guess kind of on the flip side, we've been talking a little bit about when people are starting out thinking about a career or you know, when you started at Community IT, but you said you've been there for a decade. Um, do you have an idea of like when you retired from Community IT, which what sort of position you'd like to have or like what you would like your legacy, I guess, at, at uh, Community IT to be? I think um, I'd still like to be helping people. I, I'd still like to at least be talking to um, clients every day and, you know, perhaps more complex issues that I could be helping with. But um, talking to people is what I enjoy um, anyway, every day, so. Exactly. Um, it sounds like you have, you do have a good, like you have a great team, you have a lot of support. If you were giving advice to someone else in nonprofit technology or just technology jobs that maybe isn't getting that sort of support from the people around them, um, do you have any advice on like where, where you can go for support in, in our industry? Um, to be honest, um, starting with just Googling your issue. Um, it, it turns out there's, uh, there's not a question I've ever asked um, on Google <laughs> that hasn't already been asked or, or at, least, um, at least asked, sometimes even resolved. Um, so starting there to you know, tap, into, um, tap into, I guess, message boards and um, like-minded, um, people is mm -hmm. probably the place I'd start. Um, some, you know, try, try to get somewhere like 
community IT where we um, we help each other. There's there's also never um, I've never been turned away by any of my colleagues um, for a question that um, that I can't solve. So. Right, right. I think um, it is like we've been talking about this very specific subset of technology jobs that is support for nonprofits, uh, which is what community IT does. And I imagine that people who are going into technology may have some like questions or doubts about taking a nonprofit support role as opposed to, you know, some other career paths. So do you have any kind of words of wisdom for you know, like what makes a nonprofit technology job, you know, so, so great or worth pursuing? It is wonderful to be able to help um, organizations whose first goal is not technology. They are out changing the world in their own small way or large way more often. Um, it's wonderful to be, you know, behind that, to be able to say that you you helped um, with whatever their mission is um, in your you know in your in our unique way so it sounds like if that's something that people are pursuing like that sense of helping yeah um, that this is a good a good way to combine maybe an interest in technology and a desire to to help others and serve Absolutely. um i guess i have one one more question which is um when you tell people that you work at community it um i'm i'm sure when you say that you work at a help desk even if people have some misconceptions about it they pretty much know <laughs> what that is but um, when people ask about community IT, what, what do you tell them? What does community IT do? Okay, one of the things that um, we learned, we learn as we are being um, oriented to community IT is that first and foremost, community IT is a customer service company, um, which means that we should approach everything as if we are providing our customer with a service um, and to actually have them be able to walk away from the experience um, with a smile and with a sense of relief that there's there's a um, problem has been resolved um, so uh, that's i that's primarily what i tell folks say so we're a, a customer service um, organization that provides assistance for IT issues. Um, thank you so, so much for spending time with me today. It was so interesting to learn about what you do. And um, I just thank you again for participating. Well, thank you for having me. Community IT does these free webinars and podcasts for our community. And we love sharing our knowledge and experience. If you have more questions or are having trouble with your IT at your nonprofit, please get in touch with us on our website, www.communityit.com, so we can start a conversation or schedule an assessment. Downloading any of our free resources there will get you signed up for our webinar reminders, and you can attend our next webinar in real time and ask our experts your own questions. 
If you love podcasts, please subscribe and leave us a rating to help others find this leadership resource for nonprofits.